Hello and welcome to the Fit and Free podcast. This is a podcast for women who want it all, to feel strong and confident in their bodies, as well as enjoying a sneaky mug on a Friday night. I'm an exercise physiologist and sports nutritionist here to teach you how to achieve your body goals without food and your body controlling your life. So let's jump in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Free a Body. If this is your first episode, hello and welcome. And you've picked a really good episode to start off this podcast with because this is probably like one of the number one questions I get as a nutritionist is what the hell to eat? How much do I need to eat in order to reach my body composition goal? So in today's episode, I'm going to give you clarity. I'm going to break down for you what you need to eat, how much you need to eat in order to reach your goal. We're going to be talking about fat loss. We're going to be talking about body recomposition, aka toning. We're going to be talking about should I be in a deficit? Should I be in a surplus? Should I be at maintenance? What should I do first? Right? We are going to break it all down so you can understand what you need to do in order to reach your body goal. Before we jump into all the goss, I would love it if you could quickly just take a screenshot and put it on your Instagram stories and tag me if you are listening. Number one, I love it. And I love to know that you guys are listening to these episodes and you're finding them valuable because number one, that really motivates me to help you guys more to produce more podcasts. And it's also really cool for me to know which ones that you are loving, which ones are resonating with you. Because of course, like I'm doing this to educate you guys to, you know, really break free from this dieting cycle and really finally fall in love with your body. So Number one, how much to eat? The old question, how much do I need to eat in order to reach my goal? So guys, what you really need to understand here is that any time of your journey, you are literally going to be in one of three phases. The first phase is a maintenance phase. So eating as much as what you're burning, eating at maintenance calories. The second is a calorie deficit. So all this means is just a little bit less than what your maintenance calories are so that you're in a negative energy balance. And then of course we have our calorie surplus. So what this is, is eating more than our maintenance calories. So we have a surplus of energy to maximize our performance. So how do you know what phase to start in? And this really just depends on what your goal is. If your goal is to heal your relationship with food, if it's to upregulate your metabolism, like if you have signs and symptoms of metabolic downregulation, such as low energy, irregular periods, irritable, can't concentrate, you're plateaued with your weight loss, your performance is a bit shit, then you absolutely need to start in a maintenance period. Because if you're there and you start to go straight to a calorie deficit, Your calorie deficit is not going to work. Number one, because your metabolism is already downregulated and you can see that through all your signs and symptoms of being at ill health, right? Number two is that if you go into another restrictive diet, if you go into, you know, another calorie deficit, 
it's going to only exacerbate your poor relationship with food. It's going to increase your feelings of guilt. It's going to increase your feelings of shame. It's going to significantly increase all those things like thinking about food all the time. So of course, if you're already in this state, we need to heal this first, okay? So that's why if you're experiencing any of these signs and symptoms, you need to start with your maintenance calories. And the reason why is because what happens is when we go through a calorie deficit and when we eat at a low amount of calories for a really long time, like if we're chronically dieting, what happens is our metabolism, it downregulates eventually, okay? It's going to happen. It's a natural response. And when it does, ultimately what's happening is our overall maintenance calories has dropped to equal our old calorie deficit. So say, right, you start this diet and you're eating 1400 calories. Over time, your metabolism is going to downregulate. Your intensity of your exercise is going to downregulate because you don't have as much fuel. Your NEAT is going to decrease as well. So overall, your total calorie maintenance is going to decrease. So now the calories that once was a calorie deficit for you has now equals your new maintenance calories. And that's why you get these plateaus in weight loss. That's why, you know, what you did once worked, but then you get to this point where like I'm doing all this exercise and eating less than nothing food, but my body is not changing. And that is why. Okay. So if you are here, you absolutely need to spend some time of building back up your maintenance calories so that when you go back into a calorie deficit, back into a fat loss phase, you actually see a response again. If you are sitting at a really healthy state, if you haven't been, you know, chronically dieting, if you've just been a bit like, Ooh, I'm just kind of doing whatever at the moment with like a really good healthy relationship with food, like you're not stressed about it or anything like that then you can absolutely just start straight into a calorie deficit, okay? If your goal is drop body fat, of course, you can start straight in that deficit. Then once you complete your calorie deficit, you're looking at like 12, max 16 weeks here, right? You lose your body fat. Then what you need to do is go back into a maintenance phase. Then you're like happy with your physique, right? You're like, I'm really happy with my body fat percentage, I want to actually focus on building some muscle now. I actually want to start getting stronger and I actually want to grow my glutes and I want to, you know, have definition in my shoulders and my abs. And I really want to focus on muscle building. So then there's two ways that you can then go about that. The first one is sitting at maintenance calories, literally eating as much as what you're burning. Or of course you have the option of going into that calorie surplus. Going into a calorie surplus is going to optimize muscle growth because we've got the excess calories so that the muscle can like really rebuild itself. But I know for a lot of people that might be a little bit scary and might be intimidating and I I totally respect that. So absolutely eating at maintenance will also do the job. However, it's just going to take you longer. It's just going to be a, a longer period of time, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Remember guys, with all of this, there is no right or wrong. Okay. So some of the biggest mistakes that I see people make with all of this, right, is they don't understand the three phases. They drop their calories really low and then they lose weight. Absolutely. But then they get to this point where they reach a plateau. Metabolic adaptation occurs and they don't know what to do because they don't know how to go back up into their maintenance calories. 
So what ends up happening is they lose the fat, they reach this plateau, they start eating more again, they overshoot it and just put on all the weight that they have lost. So this is why you guys need to understand that you need to be cycling through the phases and put more emphasis on the fact that it is a phase. Like you should do a calorie deficit phase and that's it. Instead of being trying to diet for like 10 years, which I see people do all the time, it's like all you have to do is do a calorie deficit phase and then a maintenance phase, deficit phase, maintenance phase, and you're going to get there. Absolutely. Another really big mistake that I see people make with all of this and trying to achieve their dream body is they're constantly focusing on trying to lose weight. There's two problems with this. And the first one is that there's a difference between weight loss and fat loss. Weighing yourself every day on the scale is not going to help you with a sustainable calorie deficit. And the reason why is because often we have so much emotional attachment to that number on the scale. We are killing it. We are super successful. We are, everything is working if we see that number decrease. But if it increases, oh my God, the world is over, literally. The real problem lies with this is what happens next. It's the, I'm going to skip breakfast. It's the, I can't have carbs today. It's the, I can't have that food because it has too many calories, right? So it's just fostering and creating such an unhealthy relationship with food. And we know from the research, if you have an unhealthy relationship with food, if you're avoiding foods, if you're restricting certain foods, if you're feeling guilty, if you're feeling shame, then you're not going to lose fat and keep it off and achieve your body goal because things like we get stuck in binge restrict cycles. We get stuck in that all or nothing mentality. I'm going to eat good this week. The weekend comes, margaritas, brownies, chocolate, and you feel terrible. Or to tell yourself, you're going to start again. Okay? So it's not only fostering this unhealthy relationship with food, focusing on weight loss. It's also impacting the type of exercise that we're doing. Okay? So often I see it all the time is like, oh, I'm going to do cardio because it burns more calories. I'm going to do HIIT training. I need to be really sweaty. I need to be like dying after my workout. I need to making sure that I'm working hard and smashing it. No pain, no gain, right? (laughs) In order to be successful. However, the problem lies here is that if we're focusing on weight loss and choosing this type of exercise, then we're missing out on what the role of exercise is in changing our body composition. Because if you focus on burning all these calories, what happens is that you're missing the most important thing that your exercise does for your body, and that's maintain your lean muscle mass. Without the maintenance of your lean muscle mass, What happens is that when we go through these calorie deficits and all this cardio, we just drop weight in the form of muscle and fat instead of maintaining our lean muscle and only dropping fat. So what happens is then we don't actually change our body composition, but we just end up being like skinny fat in terms of our body fat percentage is higher than our lean muscle mass. And this is why focusing on weight loss 
is detrimental to changing your body composition because then we're not getting the effects of what resistance training does to our body in terms of maintaining that lean muscle mass and therefore being able to drop body fat and keeping the lean muscle so we're getting that more lean and toned physique. So we end up burning ourselves into the ground literally with this high-intensity exercise and these low amounts of calories, which ultimately is just increasing our cortisol levels. It's interrupting our hormone profile. It's going to be interrupting, especially with our reproductive hormones. And we're still not happy with what we look like, right? So that's why it's really important to understand the difference between weight loss and fat loss when you are trying to change your body composition. Because a lot of the time people are coming to me and saying, I want to lose weight. Then I ask and I'm like, well, what do you really want? And more often than not, they're actually saying they want to lose fat. They want to lose body fat and maintain their lean muscle. Okay, cool. So we actually need to set up our nutrition and our exercise routine to be in alignment with that. Because this is one of the biggest mistakes I see people make all the time with their nutrition as exercise is that they think that losing weight equals a toned physique. However, just dropping weight on the scale doesn't necessarily you're going to be toned, especially if you're not doing resistance training and eating enough protein, right? Because this is the difference. A calorie deficit plus cardio equals skinny fat. A calorie deficit plus resistance training equals fat loss and a more toned physique. Really, really important to know the difference. So now you guys understand that you know you need to eat in one of the three phases. So how the hell do you work out how to be in those phases? And this is how much to eat. This is this whole conversation in how much to eat. Okay. So let's start with maintenance calories because our calorie deficit and our calorie surplus is going to be based off our maintenance calories, right? And the thing is with maintenance calories, it's not just like calories in, calories out. There is four contributing factors that make up your maintenance calories, okay? The first one is your basal metabolic rate. This is your metabolism, And this accounts for 70% of your total calories that you are burning every single day. The second one is your NEAT, so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And this accounts for about 15% of what you're burning. This is made up of our daily movement. So things like our steps, fidgeting, like getting up, walking over there and doing the dishes. The third one is the thermic effect of food. So this literally is how many calories the body is burning when we are digesting our food. And this accounts for about 10%. And of course, lastly, is our exercise. This is all our planned exercise into our routine, right? It's going to the gym, it's going to Pilates, going for that run. And guys, this only equates to 5% of your total calories burnt in a day. Maybe 10% for some people who are a little bit more active than others. And this is one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is they believe that, you know, they can go do this run to burn off their food. But in reality, it's only equating for about 5% of your total calories that you're burnt in the day. It's not really going to move the needle all that much. 
And what you guys need to understand that each of the four components are influenced by so many different things. And that's why it's not just easy to say calories in and calories out because every single day is going to be different because all of this, like your basal metabolic rate and your thermic effect of food and your NEAT are all influenced by the amount of sleep that you're getting, your hydration levels, your what you're actually eating, your body mass, your nutrient balance. All of these things play such a big role in how many calories that we can actually be eating. So yes, it's easy just to throw it into a calculator and they do give you a really good estimate. However, it's really important to just be understanding you and monitoring how you're feeling and how your, you know, how your training performance is progressing and how you're sleeping and what your stress levels are like because it all plays such a big role. Okay. But the biggest thing here that I really need you to understand is that you're burning calories just sitting there, just sitting in your chair right now, driving your car, sitting in the chair, watching TV. You're literally burning calories as you just do nothing. People believe that they have to do all these things in order to burn calories. But in reality, 70% of what you're burning is just happening at rest. Okay. Really, really, really important to understand because I'm going to give you a few averages here just to give you an idea of how much food an active female can actually eat. Okay. So this is on average a female training like, you know, three to four times a week with a moderately active job. So on average, a woman's metabolism sits somewhere between 1200 calories to 1400. Of course, this is really influenced by how tall you are, how much body fat you have, how much muscle mass you have, and your age, right? It's going to depend. Let's just say in the middle, 1300. Cool. Then we plus on the gym, right? We go to the gym, we do a workout. Maybe that's burnt like 300 calories. All right, let's plus that on. That's 1,300 plus 300. We're now at 1,600. Sweet. Now we're going to think about our daily movement. We know that equates for 15% of our total maintenance calories. So for that, of course, like I'm moderately active, I get at least 10,000 steps a day. That easily is going to equate to up to 2,000 calories. Then we add on the thermic effect of food. So literally the energy burnt of digesting our food, literally our body doing its thing. And that's going to burn about 10%, right? So like, let's go, 2,200. I'm just talking averages here, but that averages us at about 2,200 calories just to maintain our weight. I personally... My maintenance calories sit somewhere up between 2,300 to 2,500, depending what I'm doing. Okay. Just to give you an idea, I'm 172 centimeters tall and I probably am, I'm going to say 69 kilos, somewhere there. Okay. So you see this problem in the 1,200 calorie diet, the 1,400 calorie or below is less than your basal metabolic rate. So number one, of course you can't stick to it. Number two, of course you're binge eating. Number three, of course you've got no energy. Number four, of course you're not seeing body composition changes because you're not even covering your human needs. 
Okay, so that's really important to understand to not make that mistake because when we do sit in those 1400 calories or below, we do then put our body in a low energy availability state. And being in a low energy availability state puts us at risk of developing things like hypothalamic amenorrhea, as in losing our menstrual cycle, chronic fatigue, plateaued in our performance. It also can, you know, lead to overtraining, increases our risk of injury, and so many other factors. So the message here, guys, is that you don't need to be putting yourself through these feelings in order to get the body that you want. A sustainable calorie deficit, so how are you going to set that up? That looks about 15 to 25% of your maintenance calories. Okay, so go back to that example of 2,200. Okay, a really good starting point, I would say, is about... 1800 calories as a calorie deficit see the difference 2200 to 18,000 okay we're not dropping down to 400 because the thing is is that we are going to run into metabolic adaptation it is going to occur it is a natural response but the difference is if you're starting your calories high at that 1800 and you're getting a fat loss response When we reach that metabolic adaptation plateau, we have room to move to break through that plateau. We've got options. We can now decrease our calories to 1,700. We can decrease our calories again to 1,600. We can also increase our energy expenditure. We can then increase it to like, you know, increase our steps to 11,000 to 12,000 to still create that calorie deficit. The problem lies if you're just dropping your calories down to straight to 1400, when you reach that weight loss plateau, you've got no room to move because you can't decrease your calories even more because you're in a low energy availability state. Like something really important to keep in mind is that like going through a calorie deficit, you want to do as little as possible to get the result, right? You want to be doing as minimal exercise and eating as much as you can at the start because as you go through it, you need room to move in terms of adding in more exercise or decreasing your calories even more to continue the weight loss over time. Then once you've reached, you're happy with the amount of fat you've lost or maybe you're not completely happy but maybe you have run into that plateau and you've got nowhere else to move you can't do any more exercise because it's just not realistic and you can't eat any less because you're going crazy then what we have to do is just go back up to that maintenance phase okay so that's what i mean when we're talking about like cycling through sweet so little summary of the section being like you're probably burning more calories than what you think And it's really, really important to understand how much you're actually burning. Because if you don't know that starting point of those maintenance calories, then how the hell are you going to know what a calorie deficit is and how the hell are you going to know what a calorie surplus is for you? Okay. So now that we know that we need to be in one of three cycles and we know kind of how to work that out, then the whole question is like, what the hell do I eat? How do I make up those calories? And this is where macros come into play. And this is why we need to care about them because total calories is going to give you like how much like your body composition in terms of like body fat, how much body fat that you have. But focusing on macros allows us to get the body composition changes that we're after. 
I like to say that it's, it's how we shape the body in terms of fat loss. And we have to focus on our macros if we want to drop fat and keep our lean muscle in comparison of just eating low calories and doing cardio. Okay. So what the hell are macros? All macros are nutrients that the body needs in large amounts. So what they are, they're our carbohydrates, they are our fats, and they are our proteins. Okay. Each macro plays a different role in the body. And that's why it's important to have each of them in the right ratio for to serve that purpose. Okay. So our carbohydrates are simply for energy. Our protein is to repair and rebuild our muscles, especially where resistance training. So we need the proteins, the amino acids to build back up the muscles. And then the fats for healthy hormones, healthy skin to absorb micronutrients and so many different things. So this is why when once we understand that we need carbohydrates for energy and we need fats and we need proteins, like why would we cut them out? And the thing is, is that if you're only focusing on calories, then you're not fueling your body optimally because you're missing out on the vital role of each macronutrient that it plays. In order to optimize fat loss and in order to maintain our lean muscle mass through any phase, we always keep protein the same. Protein is worked off of how much we weigh. So yes, if we lose weight, then we are going to be eating a little bit less because it's worked out off that. But you want to think about it. Protein is the same whether you're in a calorie deficit, you're in a maintenance phase, or you're in a surplus. You might actually increase the amount of protein that you're having in a surplus because you've got to be eating a lot of food. So naturally that will just increase. However, However, to work out our protein intake, all you have to do is times your body weight by two. So for me, say I'm 70 kilos, I times it by two. I have to eat 140 grams of protein every single day. Then we like to work off our fats and our carbohydrates off ratios, 30% coming from fats and then the rest coming from carbohydrates. You can play around with the amount of what you like to have. There's no right or wrong way. It really is personal preference with how much fats and carbs that you're eating. For me personally, I like to keep my fats a little bit high simply because I love peanut butter and love chocolate, you know? So I do keep those a little bit higher, but some people just love carbs, okay? So as long as you're staying within, you know, your maintenance calories or in your deficit, it doesn't really matter how you make up your fats and carbohydrates. So guys, now you understand Sweet. I know now I have to cycle through one of the three phases. I have to have a healthy relationship with food. I need to be fueling my body correctly. I now know my maintenance calories needs to be made up of macros in order to get that true body composition change in terms of dropping fat and maintaining your lean muscle. If you guys have been trying for a really long time and you feel like you are plateaued and you're just a little bit stuck, I've actually created a free quiz that is going to break down for you why you're plateaued with your weight loss and the next step that you need to take in order to achieve your body goals. So if you're stuck, you're plateaued, you're going crazy, quickly take the quiz. It's going to take you two minutes max and I'm going to help you and guide you in terms of like, this is why you're stuck. This is what you need to do. This You might be stuck here and this is what you have to do going to give you some clarity for that if you want to take that quiz it's the link is in the show notes below okay so now you should know what you need to eat in order to finally start seeing changes in your body 
Not to mention all the benefits and how you're going to feel when you start eating enough and when you start fueling your body correctly. I hope you love this episode as much as I love producing it, even though I'm not going to lie, I've struggled a bit today. (laughs) I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And I will see you next week. Bye.